Hi, everyone. Welcome. This is a very special NBA Week 1 recap from Sports and Shorts of Sorts programming, I guess. A little too much stuff to put in the regular episode, and I am a basketball junkie, so made a whole episode just around Week 1 of the NBA regular season. So let's jump right into it. This is this is for the basketball people out there who have the basketball Jones. Let's let's jump into it. We had a crazy welcome back, and let's let's start right in the East with Boston Celtics. Many wondered how this team would play, you know, letting the heart and soul go on defense. Marcus Smart for you know the unicorn Porzingis, and what does Porzingis do? He just shows up and sets the record for Boston Celtics debut at thirty points. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're they're just cruising right now. I I picked the Pacers to have a great year. We'll get more to them, but this team just crushed them. The Celtics crushed them by 51 points. Dropped a 50 burger on them. <laughs> Jason Tatum scored 30 in that game. Eight Celtics hit double digits, and every player on the Celtics had at least two points. So this team is they're the real deal. They're a title contender and like health for everybody. But if this team can keep Porzingis on the floor, I don't know. I see them doing real things. And they're one of the only two undefeated teams left at four and oh. Philadelphia seventy sixers in that division. There's they're a whole different team than what we started with. At the beginning of the year, James Harden wasn't playing anyway. But now he's officially gone, as long as well as P.J. Tucker. The pair were moved to the L.A. Clippers for Robert Covington, Nicholas Batum, K.J. Martin, Marcus Morris Sr., four draft picks, two firsts and two seconds, and a draft swap. Massive deal. James Harden gets exactly what he wants. He goes to the Clippers. That's where he's wanting to go. Four Cali boys in the lineup with Paul George, Kawhi, James Harden now, and Russell Westbrook. So that's pretty cool, but... Again, health with everybody. This team even more so. Team load management for the past few seasons. But, you know, these are all, these are all, those four guys I mentioned will be in the Hall of Fame. Granted, none of them have really been that successful in the playoffs, minus Kawhi Leonard. But let's go back to the 76ers here. We'll get more of the Clippers in a bit. The Sixers sit two and one. Tyrese Maxey looks like a legit number two score, a legit number one score behind Embiid there. So, Getting Harden out of the way, I think, you know, the old addition by subtraction deal and Kelly Oubre, huge pickup. So the rest of that division is looking pretty exciting, too. Dare I say Ben Simmons is back? Like, he's looking he's looking pretty good. He's not putting up all-star numbers yet, but he's looking really good. That team is exciting to watch. I thought Mikael Bridges would be the guy leading every night, but this, it's by committee. Cam Thomas, whoa, starting three games off with three 30-point games. Cam Thomas is so fun to watch. He has that little rope-a-dope move at the three-point line. We all know he's doing it, but he still drains it, right? in your face. I love watching Cam Thomas. Not so much defensively, but offensively, the the guy's a stud. The Knicks have been kind of up and down. You know, they just split a home-and-home with uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, but, man, Julius Randle, he's he's dropped. His points per game is, like, the biggest drop-off of the year. I mean, it's early, and he's got a turn that around but yeah that is that is such a brutal drop off and then you have the raptors they're currently sitting in the basement the atlantic and it's early but they've been inconsistent you know you had patrick beverly come out and say who's who's the guy on this team they're not dogs i'm scared of or whatever and 
I don't know, they kind of showed it. They started off well beating the Timberwolves before going on a slump. Like, they had the game against the Bulls. They literally gave it away. And that was with DeMar missing three clutch free throws, which he never does. Despite all that, you know, it went to OT and Alex Caruso would get the win for the Bulls with his big play. But then the Raptors, you're like, what's going on? Three losses in a row. And then Wednesday night, they just fucking beat Milwaukee Bucks. You know, a title contending team. They... They destroyed them, handcuffing Giannis and Lillard and three Raptors going over 20 points. So it's a good way to end a streak, but a good way to confuse your fans as well. So hopefully they're trending upwards. <laughs> we'll see. In the Southeast Division, you go and you have the Atlanta Hawks. They're sitting atop out there. You know, at first few games of the season, I had the... I didn't know what to think, you know. I picked the Hawks to be the best, and then, you know, they... Lose to the Hornets and Knicks, so it had me questioning it. But it looks like they've kind of turned it around right now, and they're looking like the real deal again. Jalen Johnson, oh, he's making everyone forget about John Collins when they got rid of him. He's the real deal, so really fun guy to watch. And, uh, yeah, former Duke Blue Devils putting up some pretty big highlights, too, if you look them up. Jonte Murray and Trey Young really developing in the backcourt, so really something else. And then you have the Magic, you know, they won the games they're supposed to do, beating the Blazers and the and the Rockets, but, you know, they lose to the Lakers and the Vet and the Clippers, which, you know, that's something that I kind of expect out of them, but they will be getting better, I think. I do have them, we'll talk more of it later on the in-game, uh, the in-season tournament, but... Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But the rest of the Southeast Division, you could call the Ivision because there isn't a lot of D. The Hornets, <laughs> Wizards, and Heat all have one win this season. At times, you know, they've been exciting to watch. The Hornets and Wizards have been doing things, but the Heats have been really disappointing. I, Tyler Hero's getting his numbers up, but losing Vincent and Struess in the offseason, not getting in on the Damian Lillard trade, it's all... All stuff that's really, really starting to hurt them. And uh, Jimmy Butler's playing like emo Jimmy Butler out there. Not not doing a lot. Jordan Poole seems to be fitting in with the Wizards, jacking up all kinds of stuff. But, yeah, he's not defending well. The whole team's not defending well. And then, yeah, going to the Central Division, it's Milwaukee. Like I said, it's their division to win. But, uh yeah, it could go either way. I want my Pacers to get back up in there, but they've kind of struggled a bit. And then the Bulls, like, I had the Bulls not doing that well this year at all. And they've they've kind of surprised, you know, they're still sitting in the basement in that division. But this division is a little more tightly contended than I expected. The Bucks and Pacers tied at the top, and... I had the Pacers doing real big things this year. I even dared to say they'd be the Sacramento Kings of uh, last year. And I still believe that. But the Pistons, they're the team that surprises me the most. I know they're super young, but they're in every game this year. And Jalen Duran is looking, he's a, a man-child at 19 years old. He's doing what he needs to do in there. Cavaliers have had injuries, so it's kind of hard to get their consistency. But, geez, when Donovan Mitchell's playing and he's putting numbers up, I'll get more into the numbers later, but... He's doing really big things there. And then uh, I guess we'll go out west. That's where all the craziness has happened. Everyone's saying how good the west is, and it's legit. I'll start with the division of death, you know, much like they say the group of death in footy. When the international groups meet up, there's a group of death. This is, this is that group, this division, top to bottom. Like, 
all these teams are, they should be playoff teams and i think all of them could contend but we'll we'll roll through that here like the golden state warriors are sitting atop at four and one they're showing they're hungry for a title being a year removed steph curry's doing steph curry things he's averaging over 30 a game we wondered how chris paul would fit in onto this and on sunday First time ever in 1,365 games, Chris Paul came off the bench. First time in his NBA career. It kind of coincided with Draymond Green returning from injury. And CP3 is not scoring like he used to, but his assist-to-turnover ratio is perfect, right where it needs to be. And he's doing the things that Jordan Poole wasn't doing, and hopefully he won't get punched in the face by Draymond. It's early. We'll see what happens. But... Kudos to Jonathan Kaminga, too. People said he's got to step it up. He's stepping up a bit. And uh, his numbers aren't really jumping out, but his game is looking better than it did last year, as well as Moses Moody, two guys that were getting a lot of guff last year for being thrown to the wolves and whatnot. But those minutes they struggled are starting to pay off right now. And then the next two spots in that division, you got the Lakers and the Clippers, the two LA teams, and they had a great battle Wednesday night with the Clippers going down. First time the Lakers beat them in an 11-game losing streak they ruined. So LeBron's been on a minute restriction, but not in that game. He went 35, 12 boards, 7 assists, and 42 minutes, and they want to play him around 30. He snuck over a few times in some wins, which... It'll be tough for Darvin Han to, you know, maintain that minute restriction dance. But Anthony Davis is doing what he needs to do. He's leading the team in points, rebounds, and blocks with 26, 13, and 12. He's he's supposed to be taking the reins from LeBron so he can age a little better. But LeBron, what he's doing at his age in the NBA, it's it's unheard of. It's amazing what he's doing, putting up those big numbers in the that win against the Clippers. And going to the Clippers, uh, they did just lose to the Lakers there. Kawhi dropped 38, Paul George 35, but uh, Tucker and Harden did not suit up yet for that one. They haven't entered the lineup yet, and Terrence Mann has still been out all year. He's probably a little uh, butthurt because he was getting promoted to the starting lineup, and now James Harden comes in and goes, uh-uh-uh. So he's probably a little mad about that, but when he comes back, he's a great player for this Clippers team. And, you know, they had a... Lost to the Jazz, they had no business losing, so this team should have an even better record. Like, they have six guys averaging double figures right now, and it's always going to be about injuries with the Clippers, but this team looks like a title contender. And you have the Phoenix Suns, they've been playing without Bradley Beal and Devin Booker pretty much the whole season. Book suited up in the first game when that win over the Warriors, but since then, it's been Kevin Durant holding down the fort. He's been doing pretty good, too, uh, you know? They lost to the Spurs the other night. That was a tough one for them. They were up all game before it was literally stolen from them. But uh, once Booker and Beal are back, this is a title contending team. Eric Gordon and Grayson Allen looking like great acquisitions. Showing James Jones why he has been an executive of the year award recipient in this league. Making moves like that. So really, that Aiton move really solidified this bench too. But... We got to go to the Kings. They're technically in the basement, tied with the Suns in this ludicrous division. And, <laughs> you know, I still think they're an outside shot. They could, I know they're young, and young teams don't usually win titles, but they went through some suffering last year after a great season. Maybe they could do it. De'Aaron Fox is like, follow me, y'all. He's got 30 points per game, over 30 points per game. And this team is growing. Sabonis is healthy. Keegan Murray, great rookie last year, looking to expand from that season. Just good. I'm always hyped watching the Kings. That's why I got a De'Aaron, jersey, De'Aaron Fox jersey in the closet. I didn't know what to wear today, so we got a LeBron Heat one. So, I don't know. What's, I'm pumped NBA. Ah! But to the Southwest, let's start 
another undefeated team, the only other undefeated team, the Dallas Mavericks. 4 0, Luka, Luka Doncic is leading the way for MVP candidates. 34 points per game, 10 boards, 9.8 assists, almost getting into that Russell Westbrook, Oscar Robertson territory. Averaging a triple-double for a whole season. It's crazy Russ did it four times. Like, that's mind-boggling and probably not talked enough about enough. But anyway, the Mavs look legit. Luka and Kyrie working great together. People that are saying that would never work. Looking a little foolish now. Tim Hardaway Jr., he wants that six-man-of-the-year award. He may get it. Derek Lively, I pumped him up in the NBA preview show, which you can find on YouTube and Spotify. But I pumped him up, and he's he's looking like the real deal. The real deal. Tyson Chandler 2.0 with his alley oops. You throw a lob anywhere in that vicinity, it's it's getting thrown down. So really exciting team to watch, and they're scary. And you have the Pelicans just behind them in the division. I I went with a wild Zion Williams and potential MVP pick. He was my pick to win the first uh, American to win in a while. But his numbers aren't up there yet. But his dunks, oh man, when he goes to the hoop, it's like Sean Camp. It's a beefier Sean Camp. And it's like Amare Stoudemire. Like, just the veracity in which he goes to the rim. I love it. It it does, you're kind of like, please don't get hurt each time. But when he comes out of it, oh. So exciting to watch. And you got Ingram and McCullum there. Valachunas is still holding down the fort at center. Good team to watch. And they could be a contender if healthy. Like, I, you throw contender a lot out in the West, but it's real. There's a lot out there. We'll go to my Spurs. Maybe not a contender yet. But, man, I haven't been this excited to watch my Spurs in a long time. Like, I mentioned that Suns lost to the Spurs where the Spurs stole it. They literally stole it. They were down big. Vassell, who had a huge fourth quarter, jacked up a tough three. Wembenyama, easy putback. The Suns threw it into KD to just try to get him fouled to end the game. And Keldon Johnson ripped it away, contested layup, win the game. Huge. And that's what Keldon Johnson, he needs some love too. It's, he's not going to get a lot of love playing next to Victor Wembenyama, but he's been improving every year. Love watching Kelvin Johnson play. He's going to have a great year because not a lot of people are going to be talking about him. And Vassell signed a big contract, and everyone's like, who the hell is this guy? He's looking like he's worthy of it. Still, young team. Super young team. But uh, I love this quote from Kenny the Jet Smith. He had on TMT on Tuesday. He said, the difference between a good player and a great player or an average player and a good player are decisions. Straight up. Simple quote. Very truthful. You see Wembenyama, when he catches it, patient has a quick quick decision but decisive good decision it, he'll be unstoppable once he gets there you can see he's still a little rush coming from the french league to the nba but man once he gets that down look out world but yeah don't sleep on kelvin johnson either i'm still hoping this team can slither its way into a playing game but we'll, we'll go to the rockets you know one of the youngest cores in the league they got man vliet and brooks those vets are fitting nicely in the wins aren't coming yet but, you know, you go through those struggles as a young team. And that, speaking of struggles, the Memphis Grizzlies, this isn't a young developing team. This was a playoff team who is missing John Morant, who's suspended for those first 25 games, and did lose Stephen Adams for the entire season. But it picked up Marcus Smart to help solidify this defense. And they haven't been able to hold anybody under 108 yet. Desmond Bain is being a consistent scorer, and Jaron Jackson has been showing his flashes. But... This team has to play better, you know. You can't just... I know Morant's gone, but you got to step up there. You have. I did not expect the Grizzlies to be the last winless team in the league. That's brutal. Taylor Jenkins, you got to turn that around. 
But uh, with finishing the Northwest, the defending champs looking pretty damn good. Minus that surprising loss to Minnesota Wednesday night. But Jokic is picking right where he left off. You got Murray, Gordon, Porter Jr. They're all consistent, doing what they need to do to contend for a title. Is that contend word again? You know, the only problem is just how stacked the West is. So it's not going to be an easy path. Murray's point per game, its I don't think it's as high as it needs to be to make him an all-star, so he might be watching that game again. I thought he'd propel into that game because he's not, he has yet to be an all-star despite all his playoff shit he's done. It's wild to me, but he might miss out again this year. The West is just so stacked. But uh, one of my favorite teams to watch this season, the Oklahoma City Thunder, they've looked really good. You know, that team is making the next stop. They made the playing game yesterday and last year, and I see them making the playoffs this year. But like I said, the West is tough. And they showed maturity so far in some games, but they have showed immaturity. A loss to the Nuggets. The Pelicans ripped one away from them that they should have had. But Chet Holmgren, oh, it's exciting to see him. Another exciting young alien kind of player that is doing guard stuff at center size. But... He missed all of last year with that foot injury, but he is looking like the real deal. He did have a little welcome to the NBA moment when Andre Drummond, of all people, crossed him up for taking it to the hoop. But yeah, OKC, they're the real deal. Um, Timberwolves, I was going to say how disappointing they've been, but surprise win over the Nuggets on Wednesday. That was big. Anthony Edwards, this is his team. He's the captain now. So Carl Anthony Towns, except the highly paid Robin position and let's just move forward with this team. This team looks very good at times. It's just that consistency. It, that'll be Chris Finch's battle all season to get this team to play up to what they're capable of. Cause when, when they're clicking, they're, they're really good defensively. And with Edwards going off there, they could beat anybody. It's just keeping that maintaining that play. I guess that will come to coaching and Finch isn't the guy. I bet he'll be gone at the end of the year, but Utah Jazz, you know, they're developing young team too. Markinen's averaging a double-double. John Collins is pretty close. But uh, they just need more consistent second scoring. Jordan Clarkson, rough start to the season for him. I see him turning that around. But they'll get their wins, but they'll take mostly losses. Uh, Portland Trailblazers, number three overall pick, Scoot Henderson, the new face of the Daneless Blazers. They've had a few tough games, a little rocky start, but they won two straight, beating the Raptors and Pistons. Shaden Sharp of London, Ontario, uh, he's leading the team in scoring, and uh, the vets like Malcolm Brogdon and Jeremy Grant, they, they have these guys in every game. DeAndre dominating, hasn't been too dominating, he is leading the league in rebounds, but uh, very fun team to watch, especially Shaden Sharp, when he can jump out of the gym. And yeah, he's leading the team in scoring, and it's, it's, I love watching Shaden Sharp. That might be a jersey I might have to get. But uh, a week into the season, like I said, two undefeated teams. We have the Celtics, we have the Mavericks, we have Luka leading the league in scoring at 33.8. Five other players above the 30-point-per-game mark. You got Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, Joel Embiid, Stephen Curry, and Tyrese Maxey, as I mentioned earlier. Two Sixers in the 30-plus 30, 30 point-per-game average. It's pretty cool. Then you have top rebounders, like I said, DeAndre Ayton at 14 a game with Sabonis, Jalen Duran of the Pistons, Anthony Davis, and Rudy Gobert at 13. I mentioned Duran, 19 going on 20, November 18th. He is an old-school big, solid, he'll dunk on you and he'll rebound everything. Like I said, watch these Pistons. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton of the Pacers leading the league in assists at 12.3. Trey Young is the only other at double digits at 10. 
And uh, let's start. I'll do a little Ren City top five here. We got the Mavericks at one, Celtics at two, Warriors at three, Nuggets at four, Lakers at five. This obviously can change week to week, but can't really go against the Celtics or Mavs. They they could have been interchangeable. This long marathon of an MVP race, I'd say Luka Doncic is ahead of that. Rookie of the Year race, I'd say Slenderman, Victor Wembanyama. He was dressed up as a for Halloween. I'd say he's still leading the way. And then uh, you have the end season tournament starting Friday. First ever, right? November 3rd. Should be interesting if you watch the NBA preview show I, episode I have, which is, as said, on YouTube and Spotify. I had uh, the Orlando Magic taking that thing. I think a young team will take that one. But, uh, yeah, that's week one in the books. You can see why I didn't have this on the episode. It was a... Uh, Little, a little bit long, and but I told you I got the basketball Jones, and the only prescription is more basketball. So uh, yeah, if you think I'm out to lunch on some of this shit, or you're like Rennie, your top five is whack. Haul at your boy, say Rennie, your top five is whack. Let me know. I'm always up for good sports banner. And uh, one last mention: rest in peace to Bobby Knight, one of the best coaches ever in the game of basketball. He had anger issues. Don't get me wrong. Throwing chairs, putting hands on players. He had to make amends for a lot of shit he did. But a great basketball mind that the world will miss. Lost at 83 years old. So rest in peace to him. But yeah, basketball, 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 basketball. Hope you enjoyed the show, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Ren City out.